It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fund. Now everyone can get cash back on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. How are you? What's happening? What's going on in the world of Kay York City? Honestly, not much, but I was thinking I'm like jazzed right now because I people are talking about like they're like drugs are crazy. But having, having a cup of coffee at like 7 a.m. on an empty mm. stomach. <laughs> I you're, feel like <laughs> you're killing I'm going to jump out of my chair and I'm really bad at finishing like full cups of coffee. I can't do it, but I like just pounded. You're talking to Jared Sipstein. Love a sip. Never finish a coffee. You you, you never finish it. a coffee. No, I, I, I get short coffees. I'm a, I'm a big like I want like I'm there for the coffee to be in my hand more than I am to actually have the coffee. Like I, I, I like, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jared Sipstein, I used to, I, I, I've thrown away more half cups of iced coffee. When I get an espresso, an Americano, I get like literally like the bottom of the cup with water than the espresso. Like I don't want the full cup. I just like having a small cup in my hand. I don't know what it is. Not full. I, you love a it's prop. Filled to the t- yeah, it's a prop. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm carrot top. I, I just don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like sitting at a coffee shop with a coffee. I don't know. It just feels anytime I have a full coffee, it feels less refined to me. Does that make any sense? Like, I'm, yeah, oh my God, a I, big fucking big gulp from 7-Eleven. I, I don't know. I want to have a, I don't know how a nice espresso. Yeah, I don't I don't get it either. The massive iced, like the venti iced coffees. I can't finish that. Right. Like, I there's get no this way one. I can barely finish. a. Yeah, I can barely <laughs> small sip. A little small sip. sip. Jared Sipstein. Yeah, I but the coffee it like makes me so jittery, and so now I'm like, let's go. <laughs> well, Tuesday morning especially, you you know you come off the weekend Monday. You're not like, you know you you probably had like a nice night in on a Monday night as mm-hmm. as some people do, and then you wake up like you're your most real self Tuesday morning as like a pre baby adult i think like i I don't know what it's like to have a family i do know what it's like to drink 17 vodka sodas on a sunday because it's a football sunday and then wake up monday and go oh my god i'm never doing that again and then wake up tuesday and be like i could have a drink tonight and but like you know you wake up in that morning like i'm having a coffee this is how i want to wake up from now on like i i know that that tuesday morning like this is the real me Wow. Honestly, I totally agree with you because, yeah, Monday I'm like groggy and still like, fuck, I got to work. And then Tuesday, I literally woke up before my alarm clock, which. Wow. Wow. I mean, and award the key to the city. This is this is unbelievable. (laughs) Well, you also it's a it's your first like real sleep. Like, yeah, I'm no scientist, but like what you know, what going to bed at different times over the weekend and. If you've had a couple drinks, it really affects your sleep. Like, and when really you get does. like, yeah, this is like satiating sleep you get on a Monday night. Like, it's the good stuff. It's the real stuff. It's leafy greens of sleep. I know. But, and you want to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. 
You like you want you're like I'm tired still from whatever. Like let me go right. to bed early, wake up refreshed. Tuesdays, honestly, Tuesdays it. I've never been more jealous of how you feel right now because I went out last night, had a few glasses of wine, went to bed at like one thirty, and was like, oh okay, this is better than Sunday, you know. And now I <laughs> need that feeling tomorrow. Um, so I mean, otherwise, you know, so we got we're we're getting close. We're heading towards. We are less than 10 days away from the Golden Bachelor. It's coming. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, excited for this show. And and I have talked to so many people who were skeptical about it before. But now they're like, you know what? This is going to be great. I think we needed to see the women for right. us to finally get excited. And we've seen them. We, if you, if you want to be a part of our preview... Last yeah. week, we did the first half of the women. We previewed the first half. This week, we're going to do the second half of the women. Um, yeah, they. It, it is becoming more real day by day. And and I'm with you. I feel the excitement that seems to be a little bit of uh, pep in people's step when it comes to this show. Mm-hmm. It feels like people are coming back to The Bachelor a little bit. They're like, they're kind of looking forward to the, you know, the enthusiasm of this older generation who's not, you know, the you know, it, it, maybe not looking for influencer fame. But I, you know, I think we're going to find that this is going to be a, a classic reality show. Like, I think we're going to get the goo that we like, you know, like uh, we're going to get the classic reality show like goods. I, I think yeah. it'll, it'll have, it's going to have drama. I, I I'm and I'm happy about that. Nothing is better than like waspy old woman drama like that's why real housewives is so successful is because their drama is like so unattainable to us Mm. (laughs) but yet it's amazing to watch (laughs) it's the problems of the problemless like all these people especially when we go through these bios they're all doing great like they're taking time to go on this reality it's still at its core 22 women one man Okay, I don't care how old or what space of life or how happy you are in retirement. It's still the premise still lives on. It is still human nature. It's still the Petri dish, all that stuff. So we're going to get into the second half of the people. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm I'm if, if you're listening right now. And you're in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm going to be there this Thursday night. So if anyone wants to come, there's like. I think there's like 50 tickets left or something like that. And it's in a theater, center stage theater. And I got a whole new hour from the special. So if you're if you watch the special, you liked it. It is a whole new hour of material. It's all about family and my parents and going to the beach and all that good stuff. So if you you bring the group chat, it's been tested and approved by. I went and did it in a vineyard in Connecticut, and did you really? Last, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did it in Providence. I got lots of love there, so people really enjoy the new material, and I'm working on it. So there's no bachelor jokes, but I mean, I think if you like the special, you'll love the new stuff. If you like comedy, then if you like to laugh, right. you'll if like you like to laugh being there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you enjoy like fun stories about people's parents, I mean, it's, it's the whole thing. I think my favorite part from your special was uh, you actually just posted it this past weekend talking oh, about um, 
the the married women and yeah. um, not knowing how to use the dating app. The way I laughed and hurt <laughs> at the same time during that, like it was Thank that you. was a moment. Yeah, the, and I, I wanted I, to I, share it with well with a lot of my friends, but I was like. Is that too on the nose? Right. Is it I, too I, on the nose <laughs> to DM it to people? It, it's funny because, like, you know, I would I in that part of the special, I was like, okay, like married men are like the worst, you know, they're the worst marketing team for marriage. And I'm like, married women are <laughs> condescending. And you could just like, when you say that about married men, everyone's like, yeah, fuck these dudes. They fucking suck. And then you're like, also married women are condescending. They're like, <gasps> how could you talk about our queen? that way and you're like yeah um i'm not like i'm not trying to like make shit up like i've gotten that this cold weird stare from a married woman who's like acts like they don't understand me like they're from an, the 1800s i'm like we're the same age like i don't know it it's a very real feeling to get that stare of like who are you from your married friends you're like Okay, I under like you don't have to fake not getting. I know, I know the dating apps. Like it's just and forgetting how to be single. I, that was like the craziest part because I have friends right. and I know people who like it's like their brain chemistry changed. Right, and it's <laughs> um, it, it it is like it's the it's the to me it's the same feeling of like someone saying, "Oh, we don't have cable, we don't watch TV, uh, we read books." It's like. Uh, you're trying to say who you are by this other thing you claim. I mean, to bring it back to this podcast, it's the yeah. same thing as like when people like scream that they hate The Bachelor. They don't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch those shows. Oh, you watch The Bachelor? When they pay, put, when people put on a big front about that, I'm always like, what's wrong with you? Not, not what's wrong with me yeah. for liking a show. What's wrong with you for needing to tell me how much you hate a show. Hate That's a show. The, right. Aren't you the bigger issue than me? What are you trying to, what flag are you trying to wave? And it's this is the thing about the Golden Bachelor, and it's like been nice lately to see these people. Because you and I, as Bachelor commentators, as a Jason Scum, as we are- Jason Scum. We people just feel comfy cozy coming up to us being like, oh, I, I used to watch it. Now I fucking hate it. And ever since Chris Harrison left and it's like, can you take, can you like, I don't care as much as you care to tell me this. Like, so obviously you have an issue. Like, so they literally you, start like foaming at the mouth. like Legit. And, and you're like, what? And it seems like it's like their political agenda. Like they're trying, it does feel like they're trying to tell us something other than what they're saying. And that's, yeah, to me, the same thing as like the married woman who's like, I don't even know what a dating app is. And you're like, you okay. don't know. You, you have no, you don't know. You, you what? Don't know? So, well, really? You've never Got used it. an app. You just have one of those phones with the the rotary <laughs> dial and you call the operator and you're like, hello. <laughs> I don't know. It's the same thing for the. It's the same, same feeling, different subject with The Bachelor. I hate 100%. when people tell me how much they hate The Bachelor. I go, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Don't watch it. Congrats. Yeah, truly. Then don't watch it. On that happy note. <laughs> 
Calling all my wedding honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check out at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Honestly, I love Honey Love. I've been wearing it for years now. It's great, truly great for weddings when I go out and it doesn't squeeze me in the wrong place. It feels comfortable all the time and it's my favorite shapewear I've ever worn. And we've all been there, struggling to take off that tight piece of shapewear with the bathroom line out the door. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening at the panty area for a super easy bathroom. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing using your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Honey Love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link and get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So let's get back into the second half of the women, the contestants. Love it. Um, We start with Marina. Yeah. Marina is 60 years old, educator from Los Angeles, California. What do you think, Marina, going through her bio, what, what were your initial feelings? I mean, right off the bat. I love Marina's look. I have to say yeah. the smile is a 10. I mean, this is, this is not having to do with like her bio at all, but she is gorgeous. So she also is a very Marina's hot. Marina's hot. Like let's, uh, we're going to say, yeah. call it what it is. Plain and simple, plain and simple. And I, I like that. She's another, she's another one of the women who love exercise. So she's hiking, cooking, going for long drives, spin class. If I had to pick out somebody who likes spin class, it would be Marine. Like she looks like the woman yes. who is like on her, you know, 500th ride at Soul Cycle. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see it. 
I had I wrote Marina looks like a lawyer at a big firm. Like I want to see her in a pencil skirt. Something about her screams, "Let's see the pencil skirt with the on, on suit suits. jacket." She needs to be on suits. Yes, I I want her on suits. It it is funny that like Marina is like looks great, young, beautiful, and then it, there's one sentence that just gives away her age. Marina says she would love to make casseroles for Jerry. If you use the word casseroles, you are old. Yeah. Like it is no avoiding. Like we, I'm like, ooh, hotshot Marina. I want to see her in a pencil skirt, big time educator, uh, healthy, six hundred, uh, you know, soul cycle. I'd like to make a casserole for Jerry. And you're like, oh, come on, don't ruin this. <laughs> you ruined it all. I'm actually like, I yeah. know what a casserole is, but what's the what's the ingredient that makes it a casserole? Like, well, is it like there's the, the classic. <laughs> well, casserole, I'm looking it up right now. But, you know, if you. Casserole definition, if I mean, the the old sitcom thing was tuna noodle casserole, Ew, tuna noodle casserole. And it was like. You're going to ha- like it was something that like mom made that you didn't like. Loki, I love casseroles. Like- I like the tuna noodle casserole. Really? <laughs> I, I some nothing sounds more gross to me than the tuna noodle casserole. A kind of stew or side dish that is cooked slowly in an oven. So casserole is really how it's cooked. Not, not you know, what it is. What's more than in it. what's in it. Yeah. So like, I mean, my mom growing up would make like baked mac and cheese. That could be considered a casserole, I guess. Oh, based on what you would uh you know because you'd put in the oven and whatever but i it, it was kind of a dish that was like a parents made it because it was easy you could throw it on the table yeah and like, here's the casserole can't relate now i just see not exactly a hot date night <laughs> yeah no not for the casserole <laughs> it is a weird thing to put in your bio i'd love to i'd love to make this hot stew in an oven for you jerry right I also I have both the variety and the regular bachelor thing up because I like the fun facts. One of her fun mm-hmm. facts is that she has not one, not two, but three master's degrees. <laughs> I mean, wow. She kind of has that look, though. Again, going back to like the hot shot suit. Yeah. Lawyer woman that I kind of see her even, the you know, educator from Los Angeles. Not to say you wouldn't have those for an, as an educator, but. Um, let's go on to Nancy, 60, from Alexandria. Alexandria, Virginia. She's an interior designer, retired interior designer. What do you think of Nancy? Nancy looks like she'd be on like a selling sunset. She has that. Totally. For sure. Another one of those, when she was younger, she was hot stuff. Like she's an almond mom now. Again, it's giving right. very much that. I mean, She's gorgeous. Love Nancy already. She looks like she loves being told she looks like Kelly Ripa. Like she's <laughs> obsessed with people saying that about For her. For sure. She's a college basketball. She likes watching college basketball, which, again, looks just like I can see her making stuff on like uh, game day, you know, putting little trays together for her husband or I guess not for her husband because she's single. But mm. <laughs> shit. Well, the one thing about her profile, you know, the the you mentioned the husband. It sounds like she was cheated on every time like they, you know, like it when a bio uses words too much, you kind of like figure you kind of like go, what else is going on here? 
She is loyal, faithful, looking for a trustworthy man and a hopeless romantic. That all sounds like, oh, I was, I was, I was fooled by this untrustworthy yeah. man, and I'm the most loyal and faithful. Like, it's a lot of words that you're using a lot to be like, I, I don't know what else has gone on here. No, you're so right, and that's within like a sentence or like two right. sentences. Right. I'm. <laughs> You clocked that. That's a really great call. Even self-assured. Just, like all this. Right. Oh. It's just like it, 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 it is funny that like to me the way again, we mentioned this like on the last preview, like there was like the woman who likes foraging for mushrooms. And it's like the the positivity given to the late in life uh, woman looking for a man is just not the same as the positivity given to a guy. Like, no. for Jerry to be on this show, he needed to have a tragic wife passed away story. It couldn't be like, you know, he's looking for his second love and the other one didn't work out. We'd all yes. be like, what happened in the other one, Jerry? You know, like it wouldn't mm-hmm. be just, oh, you know, we wouldn't, we'd be reading between the lines more for Jerry than we do for... Some of these, but I mean, leave it to me. I, I'll, she <laughs> sounds like Nancy has a has a tail to spin. Yeah, Nancy has trust issues for sure, and it and there's a story <laughs> behind there. I'm excited to hear about because we have the you know traumatic stories and stuff from the women on the right. normal Bachelor and Bachelorette, but I think hearing from the older women, like these women have seen some shit. Well, I uh, again, if you're an ex-husband, get ready to be Googled. Like, I, I think we're going to, like, hear some ex-husband drama. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have to. Th- and I'm looking forward to that. I'm ready for the I'm ready for the ex-husband drama. Like, if I was on a date with a woman, she was like, I'm looking for someone faithful and loyal and trustworthy and that doesn't like to lie. I'd be like, oh, are you OK? What happened? You know, yeah. like, I'd be like, what's <laughs> you've said a lot of words that could be used in one um, open space on a Mad Lib. <laughs> Why? <laughs> hey, Thesaurus, tell me what happened in your last relationship. I'd be wondering. I'm curious. <laughs> Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. We go to Natasha. Natasha is a pro- aging coach and midlife speaker yeah what do you think of natasha i love natasha right away i mean this is she on here for the bit is was my first question if you're a pro age i didn't know this job exists i don't even know what it is aging coach 
a midlife speaker. I guess you're speaking to people about like going through midlife and motivate. It, it it feels like a it feels like a version of a motivational speaker. Right. So instead of a midlife crisis, you have a you get a midlife speaker to help you through said crisis. Right. <laughs> Listen, if some if someone told me they went to a midlife speaker, I'd be like, "Oh, you're going through a midlife crisis." Yeah. Like it like it doesn't 100%. one kind of like I, I I don't think you go to that because you're like everything's great and you're dealing with life okay I don't know I also it feels like these are jobs that only like this feels like a version of a snake oil salesman that only gets sold to women like yeah we gotta talk about our age and ah you know like I I like the guy version would be like a guy who I don't know like who goes around talking about crypto I don't know like you know, like here's your Gary V life turnaround is different things. We're going to own our age. I don't know. Right. I mean, is- listen, if I looked like Natasha at 60, I'd also be a pro aging coach because. Right. Uh, she, People will look up she to you. looks like 45 <laughs> at max. Yes. <laughs> totally. And and listen, she's like, I mean, the boobs are out. The, the oh, girls yeah. are girling. Because they, I mean, yeah, this is seems like I got to go on stage and show people you're going to wear that low cut shirt. It's like I would wear this it if part I looked of the like coaching. you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good for Natasha. Good for Natasha. Love her. All right. I don't know. The, the, to me, I kept concentrating on the on the on the aging coach. I just think like. I don't know what that means. I don't know. It's I mean, I mean, to me, like if you're if you might be here for the wrong reasons, I'm a midlife aging coach uh, and I'm going on the elder bachelor. Like this is a great way to promote your business. Yeah, you, you know, I you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> like she's going to give a couple lines and then find, you're going to go to Natasha's website and it's going to be like all the T-shirts that she sent, like all these like motivational. Yeah. T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Pamela. Okay, so uh, let's do our intro. She's 75, and Pamela is one of the... So 75 is the oldest we have on the show, and 60 is the youngest, I believe. And she's a... I didn't realize that. She's a retired salon owner from Mm -hmm. Aurora, Illinois. Um, To me, Pamela looks like she stares at a butterfly, and she's like, there's my Robert. Like she relates yes. bugs to her dead husband. She definitely gives like earthy, hippie kind yes. of energy. 100%. Right. She has so many candles that her home smells like shit. It's just like it, she couldn't choose one candle smell direction. She's got to go with 30 million. I just it's really it's I, I mean, the thought of coming on a TV show at 75 is such an interesting life choice. I mean, even 60, but just like right. 75, like that's not old, but it makes, that's up there. It may, to me, it makes more sense for the 75 year old because like maybe like you're just like, I got to find something to do. Like, mm. you know, like 60. You know, there's friends around. There's there's events. You're not. You're probably still work. You could be still yeah, working. You might not like be all retired. That. Like, s- right, seventy five. You're like, I can go to L. A. 
I can hang out at this house. Are they going to have to sleep in the bunk beds? Oh, my God. That's what I meant to say. So I got confirmation that they will be sleeping in bunk beds. I, I cannot see Pamela, 75, climbing <sighs> that ladder to sleep above, you know, Natasha, the aging coach. It's like if you're under 68, you're on the top bunk, babe. Right, right. <laughs> right, that's how I would split it up. Like a, the age. 70 above on the on the bottom bunk. We're just going to, yeah, I, I, I don't like. <laughs> Imagine. I guess it's like, to me, it's like, it's funny that the way like the cycle of life works mm-hmm. where, you know, 23 year old in the bunk beds at the bachelor match and you're like that's fun feels right three whatever right let's have one last bash before we have yeah. to like head off into real world stuff 33 on the the bunk beds in the bachelor house i'm like ooh, that's a sad spot i would never even do that there's no fucking way Whoa. 43 still in that sa- i don't know if i could do it the minute you get in your 60s, you go, this is fun. This is different. It's like, you know, like I, I can understand how it's like not as, as tough a climb up that ladder. <laughs> they might love it. They might love it. Right. Like I would be like, right. There's a part. There's a part of me that like it, it's like like I have friends that are like, man, Jared, you need to get married so that we can go on a bachelor party again. Like they're not they're Right. They're reinvigorated for a bachelor party now they're because bored. it's like we've they're bored. It's, we did it already. I she also writes in her profile sipping a cocktail in a hammock is is such a, is, is what she's looking to do. Some of these just feel like they saw a, a, they looked at a medication commercial for old people and they're like, that's what I want to do. That's that's what I would love. to. <laughs> like, I've never wanted to a be on a hammock. <laughs> no, no. So doesn't Pamela. She's 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 lost her mind. You fall off. She's not hammock. getting in a hammock. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. She's not uh, taking a drink. Have you ever tried to take a drink onto a hammock? You can't do it in your 20s. Never mind. 75 year old Pamela. Pamela, we're worried about you getting on the bottom bunk at the bachelor <laughs> mansion. OK, you're not getting in a hammock with with a drink in your hand. <laughs> OK, now we move on to Patty. Matt James's mom is here. This has been teased. This is. Uh... She, what do you think of Patty, Matt James's mom? I mean, this was something people really wanted. It feels like this is Bachelor Nation getting some uh, a, a rare win for Bachelor I know. Nation. Th- they feel like um, they listened. And I, I feel like it would yeah. be weird also if they didn't include her because she was such a right. prominent part of his season and he was such a like a champion for her. And I, I I'm excited to see Patty on here. I've actually met her. I I was going to ask you. I, I remembered you guys meeting. I have. I brought up my picture. I'll show you. So this was in. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. So yeah, this was in Raleigh during Thanksgiving. And I had met Matt already. I was like, oh, I'm in Raleigh, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, let's get together. We can go to like Top Golf mm. or whatever. I was like, great, let's do it. But I guess I didn't. I was like, do you mind if I bring my boy, like my boyfriend? 
who was also mm. named Matt at the time. And he was like, mm. oh. He's since passed. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I yeah. think he was like asking me like on a date. And so he shows up. Really? Yes. And then he shows up with his mom. And so it's like the four of us playing top golf in Raleigh. Matt James and I, my boyfriend and his mom. And I think it was going to be me and Matt and his mom. Was this before he went on the show? Yes. So you were like, I know you're going to be The Bachelor. I'm in town. I'd love to come and like get together. So yeah, this was before he was on The Bachelor at all. Like before he was announced. This was in like, what was it? 2019 in November. So this is. So how did you get how did you get to him? Uh, I met him through Tyler Cameron. We were all out one night and he introduced wow. me to Matt James. So you guys were kind of DMing a little bit. Yeah, we were friends. Like we'd hung out a few times and then I said I was like, "Yeah, I'm in Raleigh." And but he I don't think we didn't follow each other on Instagram and I don't think Matt my boyfriend was never around when we were all like hanging out. So I wonder if he knew that I had a boyfriend. So you could have you, this could have been your mother-in-law going on the show. <laughs> I was like, am I the reason Matt James went on The Bachelor because I brought my boyfriend on right. our could have been date? Do you think he would have brought his mom had it just been you two? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Probably not. Um, Did you think he was a little strange when he brought his mom? Yeah, it was. It would definitely threw me off a bit. I mean, this is one of those things. It's hard to be like, you know, the turd in the punch bowl, which... I sometimes have to be with bachelor specific conversations, but like you, you, you message a guy you met through a guy. Um, he assumes it's a date and then it's not a date. And he goes, okay, I'll just bring my mom. Like it's sweet that he's close with his mom in that way, but it's also completely fucking bizarre. I know. I have no idea. I have no idea why it happened. <laughs> But he just showed up and I was like, I'm sure she was nice. Was it fun with her? Oh, it was so fun. Like she was so fun. Her and I aren't really like sports girlies. So we just like mm. hung out like we I mean, we participated, but we weren't like amazing at it. But it was really fun. She's so nice. We follow each other on Instagram. And yeah, she's great. I'm excited for to see what happens. So Patty might not actually love playing ping pong, but she does love lounging poolside with a great book. She posts on her Instagram of her by a pool all the time. Okay. Well, I, I guess it's funny to me. Like Patty was people were clamoring for Patty to be on this show. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's pre seeing what Matt James's social media is like? Like, what if we have to deal with another Matt James on social media? You know, eating food, <laughs> eating, <'Cause> his <laughs> eating food. Not really sure why this is a food account now. It's a full food account. It's either like, him eating or working out. It's food I want to eat by someone I don't believe is eating the food <laughs> and I do believe is working out. Same with same with Rachel, his girlfriend. She's like right. this big and is eating three different pastas at the restaurant. Be serious. Right. I, I don't know. It feel a lot of like we work out to earn the meal types. I don't know. Patty, I love Patty. She looks great. She definitely looks like She's a retired real estate professional. She's got the real estate mom haircut. Yes. It, it is like an SNL sketch look really for her is. as a 
Uh, like if you were like, oh, Patty's a real estate, you know, broker. You'd be like, yeah, we know, you know, we can see it. She also has been single for almost 30 years, which feels like we have She's too. in the game. <laughs> <laughs> we feel you, Patty. We have that in common. <laughs> Let's move on to Peggy. Peggy's 69. All right. And she's a dental hygienist from East Haven, Connecticut. What do you think of Peggy? Right off the bat, let's see. Here's what jumped out to me about Peggy. Yeah. I love when a bio like makes someone sound like a saint that has been dropped here from God. And it could actually, like with one turn of a story, it could just be that you're just a normal fucking person just like us. She says that she's dedicated her life to helping people. She's gone on multiple dental missions where she volunteered to serve developing nations around the world. To me, that sounds like, hey, here's a great perk of being a dental hygienist. You can go see the world. And if you do like an hour of dental hygienist stuff in the in the town, like it, it, it like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like it could be it's like, oh, I went to Israel and I saw my home country or. They give you a free trip if you sign up for birthright. Like, it, you know, like it, it's all in how you sell it. <laughs> it's so true. And like, I mean, I guess that's a great perk. I mean, it really is a great perk. I mean, because right. teeth are going to be teeth wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So if you have this skill, uh, you can do whatever. It's like when someone's like, I traveled the world and I saw every side. I've been to 65 countries. It's like you were a flight attendant. This was part of like the gig. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) you literally get this is your job. Yeah, I I don't mean to be the cynical one, but when someone's like, I've dedicated my life and it's like, could you just like sign a sheet? And they're like, yeah, we'll send you free and we'll give you, you know, lodging and you can stay an extra week and you get to go see Zimbabwe and go on safari. And also you help, you know, you know, some kids, you know, like I, I, you know what I mean? Why not? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I just um, I just love when the bios turn into like <laughs> she has it's as if she swam to third world countries to help them with their teeth. I don't know. It felt like maybe there was a little won bit the more Nobel Prize. Right. Like <laughs> maybe there was more in it for her than we're putting on here. For sure. Peggy Peggy seems nice, but I don't I don't see her as a if I had to guess, I don't see her as a major player in this season. Didn't jump off. Didn't the jump screen. out to me. Um, what do you think of Renee? Renee is a 67-year-old former Chicago Honey Bear cheerleader from Chicago, Illinois. Nobody Can has you looked more... Tell me what that is? I mean, well, I think the Honey Bears are just the cheerleaders. Unless they're the elder cheerleaders, then it's okay. Because to me, I'm like, if you're... Oh, the Bears. You're wearing a Bears hat. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a Chicago Bear. So, football. Chicago Honey Bears were a cheerleading squad for the Chicago Bears... During the late 1970s and early 1980s. So I guess they were a certain era of the Chicago Bears cheerleaders. Right. They might not even have cheerleaders anymore because I, I was at the game a couple weeks ago. They didn't seem to. They OK, so in 1985, Virginia McCaskey and the Chicago Bears decided to not renew the contract of the team's football cheerleaders, the Honey Bears. So this is someone again. So it makes sense that you would reference being a Honey Bear. It's not like. The honey bears still exist today. Like she's part of a mm-hmm. very specific era of cheerleaders that like an extinct group of cheerleaders that used to exist that now do not. So I can understand 
why this is something she still talks about. It'd be weird if she was still talking about it today and like, yeah, I, I was a cheerleader. You know, like, okay, you're 67. And like, you had no other job <laughs> between being a honey bear cheerleader and now? Yeah, that was it? I, she's written two books, maybe about okay. being a honey bear cheerleader. I don't know. She looks exactly like the neighbor in a sitcom that's set in Chicago. Like, she looks like she'd be the neighbor who walks in and the crowd goes, like she's Steve Urkel. And she says something like sassy. She like calls the main, you know, dad fat all the time. I don't know. She has that look of snark. (laughs) Yeah, like a perfect like side character that might that's probably drunk most of the time. She's got. Yeah, she's got sidekick character energy. One of her fun facts, Renee really wants to meet Harry Styles, which honestly, I could see her hitting. I think she looks like somebody who would think they could pull Harry Styles. Yes. I just imagine her outside of a bar smoking a cigarette going, you know, that Harry Styles is pretty cute. (laughs) I could just see it. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a fan of Renee. I just, I mean... She also writes, I mean, they asked her, they add, this is a very funny line. They asked her, if, what's the most uh, romantic thing? She considers herself very romantic, and the most romantic thing she's ever done for someone is make a homemade blanket, okay? So, and she, they write in quotes, she said this. What? So he could always feel my warmth and love around him. That is like the last thing someone says to me before I try to figure out how I'm going to break up with them. (laughs) Like like if someone was like, I made this blanket for you, I'd be like, oh, thank you. I just want you to feel the love and warmth around you at all hours of the day. I'm sick. Cool. Nice. And then I would go home and I'd be like wrapped in the blanket on the phone trying to figure out ways to end it. Yeah, you got the oof. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) You got the oof. Right right then and there. Right. I mean, it's like just such a creepy thing to say. I made you this blanket so it could feel like I'm hugging you at all times. It's like, can we keep it at your place? Right. (laughs) Right. I can imagine. I'll use it when I'm there. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go to Sandra. Okay. So the first call out about Sandra for me. She, first of all, she's a 75, she's 75 and a retired executive assistant from Doraville, Georgia. I mean, she looks like she's in her 40s. My God. That's what I'm saying is that yeah. we saw, um, what was her name? Pamela, who was 75. And then now you have Sandra, who's also 75. But Sandra looks yeah. way younger. I mean, it's <laughs> crazy how young she looks. <laughs> this is a tough listen for Pamela right now. I, I, yeah. I'm sorry, Pam. <laughs> But this is the reality. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, give it up for Sandra. I I don't want to put down Pamela to, to prop up no, Sandra. Sorry, no, I, it's okay. But yeah, I you know Sandra looks like she looks you in the eye and says, "So how does that make you feel?" A lot, uh-huh. right? Like it's mm-hmm. she's a retired executive assistant from Doraville, Georgia, and yeah, I. I, 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 what I love from her profile is that she's been on Wheel of Fortune, her favorite show, which. 
Hey. I like anyone who admits that their favorite show is Wheel of Fortune because you have to basically say, I don't like the smart one. Like you have when you say I love Wheel of Fortune, it is inevitable for someone's brain to go, not a Jeopardy person, I guess. And I like no. that admission. I I think it's great. Okay. It's the TV equivalent of being like, I'm not a reader. Like it's really not an easy thing to say. Like, and I no, because I, I and I'm saying this as a Wheel of Fortune guy myself. I watch Jeopardy. I am like, what is this Chinese? When I watch Wheel of Fortune, I'm I, like in on the game. So I appreciate Sandra's honesty. Are you really? Because I'm bad. Like, obviously, it comes on before Bachelor. Mm. I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I'm good I'm at Wheel of Fortune. No, no, no. I'm not good at it. I'm just saying I'd rather that be on TV than Jeopardy. Like when Jeopardy's on, I'm like. Okay, I guess the college kids are on TV. No, I want Wheel of Fortune. I want to scream things at the TV. I want to be involved. And I, I'm at least involved. She also says that she is a cruise lover, which mm. as somebody who worked on cruises, she looks like the prime customer of a cruise. This is, well, Like she has definitely been on a bunch of cruises. This, Sandra, now I love her more than ever because these are things that like the hipster Brooklyn person whose parents love cruises and love Wheel of Fortune won't admit. You know, we, we have liars amongst yeah. us. They'll be like, oh, I'm, you know, I like to read and I I would only go on vacation if I could, you know, you know, eat with the locals. It's like, no, you are Wheel of Fortune cruise bitch. We don't, you know, stop making yourself something you're not. She's an executive assistant. She wants a plan. I love it. She wants right. a plan. She wants <laughs> a, a cruise. Yes. She wants Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> now we move on to Susan, 66, from she's a wedding officiant, which I didn't realize was a job, uh, from Aston, Pennsylvania. Now, what do you have to say about Susan? I have only one thing. To I say. mean, we all, I think we're thinking the same thing. She looks just like Chris Jenner. She looks so much like Chris Jenner that she must be insane. Like she has to have yeah. a like you can't look this much like anyone and keep it going without enjoying it so much that it's your whole personality. Like the fact There's that girl on on TikTok that shows up as Taylor Swift, she sort of looks like Taylor Swift, but now she's like. Tr only wears like Taylor Swift makeup right. and like um, has her hair cut right. like her. And this is it's weird. Yeah, this is the naked cowboy. This is this Taylor Swift yeah. woman. This is this is like an undiagnosed insanity that we're all like, OK, with because like, wow, you look like Chris Jenner. No, no, no. This woman has to be out of her fucking mind. She goes up as a wedding officiant. She not only is distracting from the wedding, like, are you officiating a wedding as a Chris Jenner impersonator like this, like people would right. be, I would be at the wedding. I'd be like, Oh, what's the bit? Like, Oh, maybe the whole Kardashians are going to come down the aisle. Like you can't like you've interrupted someone's wedding to have this look. Like I, I understand. She looks great. Don't get me wrong, but it is too much when you find out and listen, you, she might be like, I had the look first. I don't give a fuck. You need to change the look. Because we, to it's too much. It is too much. It is really, it really is like so, like the haircut. It's even the makeup, 
the teeth. Like, I mean, you and I, we talk to people who want to like are excited about the Golden Bachelor. How many times has this person come up already to us? Like without ever seeing, you know, the contestants, everyone brought her up. I don't even know her. I didn't even know her name, but I was like, do you see the woman that looks like Chris right, Jenner? Right, right. And I'm like, do, yes. don't her kids sit her down and go, mom, okay, listen, we gotta, we don't look like the Kardashians. People think that we're here, like, this is a joke. Like, I. Right. Some, They're all like blonde kids, probably <laughs> just like <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes. Right. And then Susan probably acts like she doesn't even realize it, even though she's like going in, like being like, no, 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 keep it going. Give me, give me another Kris right. Jenner. Yeah. Let's go to Sylvia. Now, Sylvia is a public affairs consultant from Los Angeles. She's 64. Sylvia doesn't look ready to like it looks like this is the first picture she's ever taken in her entire life. Sylvia This is her LinkedIn photo. <laughs> Sylvia looks like she auditioned for 90 Day Fiance, married the guy and has been living off the money she got from him selling his baseball cards after the divorce. Like that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's stiff. It's a little stiff, and it says Sylvia is a total wow. girl boss. I think there's an age where we stop have to, like, it becomes demeaning to call a woman a girl boss, doesn't it? Like, isn't there a point? Yeah, like, have you ever called a boy a, or a guy a boy boss? Yeah. It, and then you realize, and then he realizes he doesn't want that word gendered. <laughs> Right. How about she's like good at her job and had a career? She's 60 fucking seven, four. OK, let her be a boss of a company with a distinguished career, not a girl boss. Look at this Barbie. And she's making her story. No, no, no. Shut the fuck up. This person. This is a woman who had a career, who made a life. We, why are we demeaning this person? Jared Freed, feminist. True feminist. No, I <laughs> just bio. so annoyed. I, I just like I <laughs> listen. I've said a lot of wrong things. I don't even care if this is right or wrong. It's just like she's like this is a girl boss Insane. killing it. It's like how about she just killed it as a person? I don't know. You're right. It's so annoying. <laughs> I just don't like the person who writes it. I know Sylvia didn't write that. It's just the person who writes it. It's like they're looking to be the hero. I know. You know? The girl boss thing is makes is, is cringe. Yeah, they probably won't admit to so watching cringe. Wheel of Fortune. All right, we got one more. All right. Last one. Teresa, 69. Teresa. She is from Shrewsbury, New Jersey, financial services professional. What do you think of Teresa? I don't know why, but these last couple women feel like boring. Adams. I, hate, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it says Teresa, even her bio. It's so like there's no real information except Teresa enjoys playing board games, gardening and reading romance novels. Like. Right. Where's the the info? I need the info. She looks like every Jewish woman I fought with over a beach chair in Aruba. Like, this is like, I save the chairs at the beach uh, face. She looks like she's been bragging about her daughter's bat mitzvah theme for 40 years. There's something, there's a look here. Um, I will, there is a look here. I, I will say, um, yeah, I agree. It does feel like this was written in an, you know, they fed it into AI and it just spit out old woman bio. Yeah, there's no, I mean, it's, 
She's gorgeous. She's a gorgeous catch with a huge heart. She's very close with her children and grandchildren and loves nothing more than to see them all thrive. What? Right. This is what you say okay. about every grandparent that everyone hates. I the only weird thing about her bio is that she loves hula hooping. If she loves hula hooping, that is the craziest thing to love. And like if I walked into her house and saw this 75 year old woman hula hooping, I'd be like, what is going on here? What what nightmare did I walk into? Yeah. (laughs) Chill. If she can hula hoop, she can get into the top bunk of the uh, bunk beds at 69. So also like when have you when was the last time you hula hooped like on purpose, like with intention? If an adult hula hooping. Talk about an ick. I don't know. I, I I can't even imagine it. It's I. I oh, my God. I uh, was talking to this guy and he was telling me how he had his like work had a like bonding, like activity or whatever, like an activity mm. day at work. And one of the things they were doing a bunch of like relay races. And one of them was a sack race. And I Come on. pictured him doing the sack race and I got so icked out I was like sack race isn't man again yeah and then (laughs) the idea of falling in the sack is just embarrassing Uh, all of it is truly embarrassing jumping in a sack like but not just jump but like trying like competing like really no he takes it seriously yeah because he wouldn't just like be laughing no he'd be for realsies. No. Wow. <laughs> okay, we did it. We previewed the Golden Bachelor. Wow. We're excited, right? We forgot to mention, these are all from, if you go to ABC or Variety, uh, we'll have the link. I mean, this is kind of too late to do that. <laughs> but the link is in the, <laughs> the link is in the bio of this episode where you can find all the pictures and the bios. For sure. Yeah, but we have a big week coming up next week because we have Golden Bachelor, but then right after we have Paradise. A lot so of TV to watch. Lots of things happening. A lot of TV to watch. So make sure you are tuning in on our Instagram account at The Bachelor. You can follow me at KRX City. And I'm at Jared Free. And if you're in Atlanta, go see Jared's show. Come on out. Thursday. A few tickets left. Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to Bachelor at Betches.com. Betches.